0: Looking him up and down, she shrugged. "'What are you, eight or something?' "'No, I'm ten, nearly eleven. "'We'll check you out.' Michael sat up and ground his jaw. "'Look, I don't know who you are or what you want, "'but I don't trust all like you. "'You just robbed me, so I don't care what you think.' When he turned and saw a coat rolled up on the ground, some of his rage subsided. "'Is—um—is um, is that yours?' A dark scowl sat on her face as she leaned down and snatched the coat away. Listen to me, nearly eleven. Michael. After rolling her eyes, she continued. Listen to me, nearly eleven. I was hot. That's why I gave you my coat. Michael noticed the goose flesh on her exposed arms and the steam that came from her mouth, so she didn't respond. She couldn't possibly be hot in this weather. Okay, she snapped. Michael nodded. His stomach rumbled, and he looked down at the cookies in his hand. When he slid the black plastic tray out, he said, "'There's only two left in here. That's your half.' Another check of the wrapper, and he looked up at her. "'But there were six in the packet to start with. "'You're lucky you've got anything nearly eleven. "'You should consider yourself fortunate. "'I could have taken everything and left you for dead. "'But why don't I have three? You dropped one.' After a quick look around— Michael looked back up at the girl. So where's the dropped one? I ate it. So you had four? You're a fucking asshole. The girl gripped the front of his coat and tugged. His head snapped back. The sweet smell of cookies rode her breath when she leaned into his face. Listen, nearly eleven, I'm much nicer than a lot of people out here. You keep giving me shit, and I'm going to leave you on your own again. I was fine on my own. While pointing at the park, the girl laughed. Hiding in the fucking bush? Walking down the middle of the road? How long have you been following me? Long enough to know you ain't fine on your own. You're a fucking liability, in fact. I was only walking down the road because there was nowhere else to go. Because you didn't find anywhere else to go. I'm surprised you're not dead already. Michael didn't reply. What are you, a rich kid or something? A hot flush spread over Michael's cheeks, and he looked in the other direction. Not this again. The posh jokes had grown tiresome at school, especially when things turned nasty. Watching him through narrowed eyes, the girl smiled again. Oh, you are, aren't you? This world must be hard for you, then. The burn of tears stung his eyes again, and a lump swelled his throat. I've lost my mom, dad, and sister— That would be hard for anyone. Jesus, Bambi, parents die. Get over it. Hot grief rushed down his cheeks and his jaw fell loose. I can't believe you just said that. I've lost my entire family. I went to my auntie's house and she was gone too. I've got no one. You need to toughen up, kid. Michael's bottom lip trembled. I'm just so scared. The girl sighed, dropped down, and gave him a hug. The unexpected warmth of her embrace made Michael cry harder than ever. He missed his mom. After a few seconds, she pulled away and cleared her throat. You need to toughen up. Now isn't the time to be grieving for what's lost. We have too much to do to dwell on the past. You need to keep your wits about you in this world. But I saw my dad die. I watched someone kill him. A confused frown crushed her face. I've got enough of my own shit. I don't need yours too, okay? Michael wiped his running nose and said nothing. We need to think about what's ahead of us. She then offered him her hand. My name's Lola. Lola Jackson. Michael. Michael Power. Snorting a laugh, Lola raised an eyebrow. Mike Power? You sound like a porn star. She shook her head. I can't call you that. I'll have to stick with nearly eleven. That okay with you? Did he have a choice? So, nearly eleven, where are you headed? Anywhere. I just want to find somewhere safe.